How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Critically Incorrect, our second episode here on the new podcast. As expected, this episode did come out a little later this week, just because of everything going on with the launch of the PS5. Justin wasn't able to play really until Saturday, so we obviously wanted to wait until we had a decent amount of playtime behind the new console before we talked about our first impressions. That being said, I am joined by Justin today. Um, It's just going to be a duo episode, so Justin, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit here. Hey everybody, it's Justin here again. Um, yeah, we're back for this second episode of Critically Incorrect. Um, I guess you can quickly explain, like, I mean, mm-hmm. I think they know, but they. Uh, I guess you can just say the format Charlie of this week. Here. Yeah, so Charlie yeah, is yeah. sadly in the UK, so he's going to have to wait until the 19th before he can play the PS5. Hopefully we can have a greater discussion about the console with him later on. Um, maybe on episode three, we'll see. He's going to be probably playing much on Thursday, so we're not going to record that day. So we'll see. We'll see. This week is also going to be kind of interesting because it is the launch, you know, in Europe. So we'll see when we can fit Charlie in. I do want to bring him on for episode three. Um, that'd be weird to start off this podcast with two of episodes, you know, in a row without him. So I definitely want him on episode three. Um, hopefully we can somehow figure out to get that episode by Saturday, but We'll see how things go. The format for this week, as Justin was kind of alluding to, it's going to be pretty much a one-off special based on the PS5 coming out this week. So we're going to go over our first impressions on the device, kind of like our story getting the PS5, like how easy it was, how hard it was, um, as well as kind of compare the Metacritic scores that we made predictions of last week. Uh, We recorded that episode literally the day before much of the review scores came out. Now pretty much every single game has a review score on Metacritic. I believe the only one that's a little iffy right now is Demon's Souls because it is like, I think, oh, no, it actually has 24 reviews in now, so it hasn't matured a bit. I know it originally only had like seven or so reviews. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be comparing those actually pretty quickly here and going into everything, as you can see in the back end of my webcam, the PS5 console. I think Justin also has it on his webcam. Same here. I got my box. I got the box there. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, without further ado, I guess we'll talk about our story getting the PS5. I'll let you start, Justin. Because I know you got screwed over quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, my story is quite interesting. So, the thing is, um, when I pre-ordered my PS5, I know for a fact that I was, like, one of the first people to pre- Like, at the place that I pre-ordered. I know I was, like, one... I had to be one of the first people in my whole country to to pre-order. Because um, we all know that, uh, you know, after that uh, PlayStation conference where they uh, announced the prices and everything... um, like, it was just a big, messy, messy situation with all the pre-orders and stuff. Um, I know, at least in Canada, where I live, uh, they were supposed to wait a day after that press conference to um, put up the uh, pre-orders. But, um, yeah, basically, for me, after, I remember after that press conference, I, I just I decided to browse the website. I'm like, yeah, let me just take a look and see if it's there. And it was already there before, like, ev- any notifications went out. Um, or like they even know, uh, announced it on their website or anything like that. So I remember I pre-ordered it right away. Um, and then, yeah, like they announced it probably like maybe like 15 minutes later. And then from then on, it was sold out within like 20 minutes. So yeah, I, I definitely like pre-ordered before like almost everybody in the country. So I was like, I'm like, yeah, there's no way like the PS5 will come late for me. I I'm getting it day one. Right. So, um, on the day of, or like I actually called. I actually called uh, like a day before just to make sure they're like, yeah, yeah, we uh, we shipped out the uh, the PS5s to uh, to the to the post office. So, yeah, they're going to be sending those out um, tomorrow. But, yeah, I'm like tracking it on the day of and I'm like, man, they just sent it out. Um, and like where it is right now, it's still like 
a few hours from where I live. And then yeah, the, the whole delivery system, like where I live is kind of a mess because they basically, um, they have to ship it, uh, from this one place, uh, that's a few hours from where I live and they have to ship it all the way out East, which is like past where I live. And then it comes really? back to me. So it kind of goes around in like a circle. It's just like a, a big mess. So yeah, basically that whole, uh, Thursday on November 12th, I was just like sitting there waiting and the post office, or the post delivery usually comes to my house around like 3 PM. So I was like waiting, just staring out the window. I'm like, yeah, all right, it's coming. It's coming. Um, it's like 3:30. I'm like, oh my God, are they coming? And then I see the, the post truck. It drives right by my house and like Bro. stops there. And then the lady hops out and she's only carrying like these tiny few letters. And I'm like, oh my God, no, they really don't have it. Like, are you serious? Like, how did, how could they have done this? Like I pre-ordered so early in advance and like they still didn't manage to get it to me on time. So honestly, like I found out like, um, it was really, uh, Best Buy that was to blame, not the post office, just because I know that Best Buy, they sh- like, they basically gave the PS5s to the post office, like super late. They only mm-hmm. gave it, they gave it, um... I think it was like Wednesday or like Tuesday night, but in Canada, like they don't, uh, it was like remembrance day on Wednesday. Oh shit. So they don't, they like don't deliver on Wednesday, which is crazy. So, so basically I assume that on Wednesday they had that like whole back order of all the mail deliveries. Right. So I mm-hmm. assume that's why like it was such a like big mess on Thursday. Um, but yeah, I ended up getting it on Friday, um, at the same time at three. Uh, it finally came to my house, and I was like, holy shit, it's finally here, let's go. But unfortunately, I had to work on Friday. <laughs> so it came to my house at around, like, 3 p.m. I plugged it in, you know, just uh, signed into my account and stuff, just, like, looked at a few of the features, uh, downloaded Miles Morales, and then I'm like, yeah, I got to go to work, so I guess I'll play later tonight. Um, and then I didn't get back home until, like, midnight, played for a few hours, and then I, you know, went to sleep. Saturday was like really the only day where I actually got to play a decent amount because on Sunday I had to work again, which really sucks. But yeah, I've played a decent amount. Um, definitely not as much as Brandon, but I've played a you know a decent amount. I'm definitely gonna play more soon. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my story on the PS5. Kind of went on a rant there, but yeah, <laughs> you can tell us your story. <laughs> yeah. So. Let's see here. I'm trying to think back. So after the initial PS5 showcase, I was able to get a pre-order um, from Amazon and Best Buy. Those were the two that I got it from. Um, and everything was fine. I just, I believe a few weeks before the launch, they had like certain time slots you can come in in the morning because I did order pickup for Best Buy. Um, I just chose like 6 to 6.30 in the morning. I kind of regret that because I was like super tired that morning when I unboxed everything. Probably in that unboxing video, you could see my eyes. I mean, my sleep schedule is still fucked right now. Not because of the PS5, just in general. Um, yeah, so I picked it up. I went there in the morning, and there was like about 50 to 100 people in line. I want to say at least 50 or so. It took me like 20 minutes waiting out in the cold, and then we got inside and picked it up. It was pretty seamless after that. Um, it was pretty easy. But yeah, there was a lot of people in line at 6 in the morning. No surprise. Uh, besides that, my brother also got one from Amazon that I bought for him, um, or pre-ordered for him that came by like one. So I was lucky. I wanted to order for Best Buy and Amazon because I trust them compared to like outlets like Walmart and Target, which I've heard like people still waiting for their PS5s from both of those. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, so I chose those and luckily I got lucky with that. Um, 
yeah so that was kind of my experience is kind of easy i plugged it in i didn't really touch it for like the first few hours or so i was mainly focused on getting content that first day i didn't really play too much i played like half an hour of astro and you saw that in the video that i made as well as like just downloaded some of my games i think i only played like 30 minutes of miles that night and then like a two-hour demon soul stream so like in total i played about three hours which is decent um but the rest was just focused on getting stuff done in terms of content as well as installing my new graphics uh recorder well i almost said graphics right. card but like the 4k 60 capture card yeah um i got that working by the way speaking of this <laughs> i want to ask you justin because i know you were having issues that you were messaging me about were yeah. you able to play miles in 4k or did you not with the elgato plugged in so i realized see okay so i guess i can quickly explain so mm -hmm. i bought like an elgato ht60 mm -hmm. um which really only caps at 1080p so i realized that was the issue because i had like for my setup, when the PS5 came, I had to like, like, do uh, I had to add all these new things to my like setup, right? Because um, it's really weird. My monitor that I play on only has one HDMI port that's like uh, 2.0. Mm -hmm. The other ones are one. It's so stupid. It's a 4K monitor, but only one of them is is a is a 2.0 port, and the other two are HDMI 1.4. So, like this whole time, like right, yeah, like right now, I have to uh, I'm plugging my PC into the other port, so like it displays at 4k and like the mouse when i when it moves it's so laggy because it's only 30 frames per second Damn. <laughs> it's so stupid but um so yeah the elgato i got was is only like a 1080p 60 uh which essentially means like when i tried playing miles morales i'm like why is my ps5 capping at 1080p right i'm like oh my god it must be the elgato capture card um so I found out that, yeah, like, basically if I want to use my Elgato, I have to either, like, get a 4K60 one, or like the one you have, mm -hmm. or I can get the uh, HD60S Plus, I think it's called. Okay. And that one, yeah, literally the only difference between that one and mine is that the, the pass-through is 4K. It's cool. it's really stupid. Yeah, I, I didn't really think about that. Does the HD, the HD60 you have, is it the external one or the one that's in your computer? It's external. Gotcha. Yeah, I ran into the same issues as you that morning, so I think I mentioned in my Astro video, like, I had my thing. I expected I could still play in 4K, um, but, like, record in 1080p, and that's the whole reason why I bought a 4K60 was to record in 4K. Like, I yeah. thought no matter which way I did it, I would still be able to play in 4K. Right. Um, yeah. Then I was like, what the hell, why can't I play in 4K? So then I found out that was the issue, and I would need the 4K60, but luckily it was coming later that day. Um, so oh, okay, I was, yeah. I was so really glad I bought that, yeah. But yeah, it's a yeah, little weird. I don't know what I'm gonna do now. I'm, I guess I have to try and. Bro, I literally just bought that like this year. <laughs> really, dude? What? Yeah. Wait, so, when? Like, okay. Did you buy that for I the PS5? I bought it in, like, in April. No, oh, I, okay. I just bought. I bought it in like April because I'm like, oh, this would be cool to use for streaming. I guess I don't know. <laughs> that's right. I think I remember that. Yeah, that's true. At least you one game on it. <laughs> Last of us two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shit man that's crazy yeah it's definitely not been a smooth launch with my capture card stuff but i'm at a place where i figured that out right, right yeah so i mean yeah i'll get it worked out eventually so anyways i guess we'll move on quickly to our metacritic impressions or right, <laughs> I mean, right. review comparisons rather <laughs> um i just want to go over this quickly because i do want to go into our actual impressions of the console that's probably why most of you are listening um yeah. we'll have timestamps of course but 
Um, we'll go over all of our Metacritic scores. So I believe you said 86 for Miles, 91 for Demon Souls, 84 for Sackboy, 82 for Astrobot, 79 for Bugsnax. So comparing what you said, yeah. I think you were spot on for almost like every single one. Miles is at what? Pretty what is Miles at right now? 85 or 86? Miles is at 85. It was 86. I think it dropped to 85 after more reviews. You're s- you're still the closest on that. Yeah. 91 for Demon Souls. Demon Souls is currently at a 92. The okay. only game on PS5 right now that's above a 90. Um, you're the closest on that one. Me and Charlie both said 90 for that. Um, you said 84 sort for Sackboy. I think this is the only one that, that I think off. I won. Yeah, I was a little off for this one. I won Sackboy because I think Sackboy, what is it, high 70s right now? I don't know. I could see that. Like, I've been playing Sackboy with my brother, and it's fun, but, like, it's really basic. Yeah, 78. It's fun, though. It's very fun, though. I want to play more. I've only played, like, two levels, but it's pretty Mm -hmm. fun. Um, 82 for Astrobot. I think you are. You're, like, right on the money on that. I think you are. I thought it was 83. Did it go down? Well, you're still the closest if if it's 83. 83, Because Charlie said 79, and I said 80. Right. You said 79 for Bugs next, which is also the closest out of all of us, because that has an 80. So you like easily perfected oh, this, I think. Did it? I think every single one. I thought Bugsnax was a lot lower. No, Bugsnax is at 80 right now. Really? Yeah. Oh, on PS... Wait, what? I was definitely second closest. I think a lot of no, Charlie's that's on, were dude, that... <laughs> Oh, dude, what the hell? That's so weird. On PS4, it's 80. Oh, On really? PS5, it's a 74. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do we I take on that I one? That, I, Wait, I mean, PS5 is lower? PS5 score, right? Because we, mm-hmm. we played the PS5. Why are they two separate scores? Does the controller make that big of a difference? So if the game. There's also a PC score. <laughs> so which one 70. do we take? Which one's the PS5 I assume one? the PS5. 74 is PS5. Okay. So. Then Charlie's the closest <laughs> on that one at 75. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so ultimately, you won, like, what, three of five at least? <laughs> yeah you were the closest for that for sure uh, yeah. um and then yeah we'll go over into what we've been playing so i believe for justin you've only been playing one game and that's miles correct yeah yeah that is correct because yeah as i've said i've only gotten like what six hours so far into the ps5 which really sucks because it's like man i've already had it for like a few days but i've only gotten like six hours in so yeah i'm definitely gonna play some astro after uh after we finish recording because i'm actually really excited to play that one um yeah, I, I finished the Miles Morales story, like, right before we started recording today. Um, yeah, and it only ended up taking me six hours. So, yeah, I mean, I'll definitely go back and, you know, do all the side stuff. Um, but I want to, obviously, explore other games right now, because there's just so many other games. Um, I also have um, Cold, uh, the new Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops Cold War. I'm going to try that out tonight with some friends. Um yeah, I guess the multiplayer and the zombies should be fun. I don't know. I, I haven't, like, I didn't play. The only bit of Call of Duty I played for, like, the last one was, like, is Warzone. I didn't even play, um, you know. You didn't play the Modern Warfare campaign or the multiplayer? No, I didn't. Because I, I, no, I didn't even get it. <laughs> or mm. actually, well, I got it through uh, game sharing with Dan, but I just never got around to playing it. I recommend yeah. that campaign. It's pretty good. <clears throat> So, yeah, so what'd it. you think of Miles? Miles, I really enjoyed it. I thought that, um, oh yeah, I, I'll, I'll say it quickly. It's so stupid. I was, um, I initially chose the, we like, Miles <laughs> oh, has yeah. two modes, right? It has fidelity and performance mode. And in the main menu, when I started up, I chose performance. But for some reason, like, the first two hours, I was playing in fidelity mode. And I was like, 
I didn't notice it at first. Because I, I guess I just I was just like blown away by all the graphics and stuff. I wasn't really paying attention to the frame rate for some reason. I don't know. And um, I'm like, like about like an hour or two in, I'm like, man, this doesn't feel right for some reason. Like, like this isn't 60. And then I check it. I'm like, why am I playing in fidelity mode? Right. So then I like switched it to uh, performance and I'm like, right. I'm like, holy shit, this is insane. Like just moving around, like dodging enemies yeah, and swinging across the buildings and stuff, it's, it's so smooth, and it's just, like, such an in insane game changer, um, and then I was testing out, like, the load times, like, fast traveling and stuff, it's just so crazy, like, that, I'm just so impressed, like, the fact that you can, like, you know, fast travel from one side of the map to the other in, like, less than, like, three seconds, it's crazy. It's insane, yeah. Super impressed by that. Yeah, Miles, I really liked, obviously, spoiler free, we're not going to talk too, about it too much, it's really... I think, you know, without spoilers, it's really good at fleshing out Miles as a character. Like, you don't really, at least, you know, two years later, like, remembering Miles from the original Spider-Man, like, he's definitely a big part of that game, but he's not, like, as fleshed out as Peter, obviously. So getting this kind of in increases my excitement going into the sequel, which I'm sure will be used both of them. I'm sure we'll be able to play as both Miles and Peter in the next one. Yeah. There's no way we're not going to play as Miles. Mm -hmm. yeah I, I was no i was just gonna say i was like really surprised because i did like with um like how much they changed the gameplay for miles compared to peter because i really didn't think they'd change that much but you know just with the like the bio bioelectricity with miles like you could just like do so many more cool combos you know yeah, yeah it's definitely it impressive like, for like yeah it essentially being a lost legacy um, right, it was right. still very familiar. Obviously, I'm still waiting for this big yeah. sequel. That's I'm yeah. hopefully expecting. I imagine maybe it's like two years off. Insomniac works really fast. I wouldn't be surprised if it's holiday 2022. Um, yeah, it's exactly like Lost Legacy, essentially. So, like, you're going to get, like, a lot of the essential stuff here is the story. The gameplay additions are pretty good. You could do, like, ceiling takedowns, wall takedowns. Venom uh, increases, as Justin said, a bunch of your moves in combat a lot more like crowd control for sure than peter had as well as his invisibility cloak uh ability allows you to re-enter stealth which is something that's really nice that was something that i didn't like about the original like batman you know the arkham games you could always go back into stealth spider-man never really had that um so that just kind of like fixes the roughness around the edges of the combat and makes it just the best it can be adding 60 fps it's just it's a really good experience 60 fps and ssd are like what carried miles um game changer Dual sense support's decent for Miles. It's not that crazy. It uses adaptive triggers for swinging around, and I like it in the fact that it's pretty subtle. So like you feel the weight of the web swinging like a bit, but it's not like annoying. So like when you're swinging around a lot, it feels like really satisfying, but it doesn't feel like it's getting in the way. Combat, you said you felt it pretty pretty good. I didn't really like. It was definitely there. I mean, but... like I mean, it was more the same, right? Like yeah, like it was just like a few changes but yeah like for the most part it is the same as the og spider-man just with the like bioelectricity stuff um mm -hmm. and then like miles doesn't have as many like gadgets as peter um but i guess like the new like venom stuff and invisibility makes makes up for that yeah exactly so ultimately it's a pretty good launch title definitely like the best better than anything we got in the ps4 it like it's the one game on PS5 that's essentially like a new story. Like as Demon Souls is a remake, I've obviously played the game, so I know what's gonna happen in that. This is like the only game really on PS5 by Sony that's like 
pushing that narrative kind of, I don't know, their genre, their, you know, it's a new store. It's the only new store you yeah. really get on PS5 launch. And it's a really good experience. I'm definitely happy with it. I'm looking forward to seeing what Insomniac does next. We got, what, Ratchet and Clank coming here in early 2021. Um, you, it took you six hours to beat the story, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah. I just checked the, like, the uh, PlayStation time counter and said, like, six hours. So, I mean, it could be, like, a bit more than six, but, yeah, like, around six to seven. Yeah, mine's seven, so like you. It's I like did. Seven, a, I did, and honestly, I actually did do a bit of side stuff too. <laughs> like, did you use fast travel? Yeah, a, a little bit. No, Maybe but that's honestly, why. like, I felt, I felt like, um, I only used it if it was like an area like two thousand meters away or something like that. Uh, like, even if it was one thousand, I was like, yo, sixty FPS, like swinging across roof, rooftops, feels so smooth. I'm just gonna swing there myself. Yeah, and then you just, I think it forces you to fast travel at, like, one part of the game yeah. to, like, introduce you to it. I didn't fast travel at any other parts of the game. Right. Um, I did a bit of side content, decent amount. Not terribly, because it is the same gameplay loop as Spider-Man PS4, so yeah, yeah. I really wanted to see it, the story. It was story like through. whenever, uh, you know how, like, um, like they introduce, like, all those new collectibles, and then it's mm-hmm. like, it shows the map, it's like, I don't know, I'm like, yeah, okay, this is more the same, just, like getting those tokens that and like spider-man is always a game that i boot up after i beat it just to swing around and do some activities do some crimes do some side objectives so the story is kind of like always like the first half of the experience and the second half is just booting it up whenever you want to swing around and i'm booting it up now is like insanely fast so like mm-hmm. i think the three games astro's playroom demon souls and spider-man miles morales are like the best examples of the ssd for obvious reasons they're like the only native games I believe it takes like 11 to 13 seconds to boot up Spider-Man from the main menu, right? Have you had like similar experiences? It's like nine seconds to get to the subway yeah, main fast. menu. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like and three seconds there, after that. It's, not, like even, two, yeah, three it's seconds. not even three seconds from there. Yeah, to exactly. So it's like, it's, I think the biggest, my biggest takeaway with the PS5 is at least native PS5 games going forward that used SSD. There's no longer that barrier to entry. Whenever you beat a boot up a game on PS4, it's like always kind of like you got to commit to it in a way. Like you know that you got to stay here for like the next two minutes until it loads, and like, yeah, it's kind of like a locked experience, right? So the PS5, like I, I remember I was like party chatting with someone on my friends list, and I was just mentioning I want to boot up something on Demon Souls to see something really quickly. Within like I think I timed it on my phone. It was 19 seconds between when I clicked on the icon to when I was in the Nexus moving as like, playing the character. And then from there, using an archstone, it takes like five seconds to get into another world. Literally, I could boot up the game, and within 30 seconds, I could be in the world I want to, you know, already playing the game, and it's pretty impressive. Like, the SSD is crazy fast. Backwards compatible games, not so much. It's like more of an upgrade you'd see on a traditional PC, where like they'll be improved for sure, but they're not native on the PS5. Um, or at least the exclusive games, why is they used SSD to its limits right now? Um, I haven't checked too many third-party games. Call of Duty, it loaded up decently fast, but a lot of that stuff is also server stuff, so when you're booting up multiple yeah. matches, it's going to still be slow because, obviously, it's not like Sony solved the internet issues. <laughs> so, right, right. yeah, single-player games, at least on PS5, is going to be sweet going forward. Yeah. Um, what about your hardware impressions? Like, the actual big console itself, the DualSense, what do you think of the um, physical side of this release? I mean, I'm... I'm- I have it up vertically. Do you have it up? Horizontal? I have it up horizontally. There's no way I'm putting oh, really? this thing okay. up vertically. Um, yeah. See, I basically put mine vertically on my desk just because uh, the place that I had my PS4 before. I used to stack my PS4 on top of my PC, like right next to me. And, really? Uh, 
Yeah, I just think it's kind of the PS5 is kind of wide, and I don't think it's gonna fit. Dude, I, why would you want to put a PS5 vertically on the top of your PC tower? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, like two so, PC towers stacked on each other. Yeah. So I just like yeah, I have it next to me. Um, it yeah, like after I saw the pictures, like, and I saw your unboxing, I'm like, I had a pretty good idea of like how big it was gonna be. Um. But yeah, even when unboxing, I'm like, damn, this thing is massive, man. Yeah, when you actually have it in your hands, it's kind of (laughs) insane. Like, even picking it up from the store, unboxing it, it's like, seeing this huge-ass box, like, insane. It's like a bigger Um, part of my torso. Yeah, what else? I was just, yeah, looking at, like, I was looking at the controller, I was, like, looking really close at it, and you know how, like, if you use, like, a microscope, you can see, like, the... The textures, right? Yeah, yeah, the tiny textures on the controller. I was just looking at it, like, you can, like really faintly see it if you look really closely which i think is such a cool like you know like tiny little mm-hmm. thing that they added they look like dogs cool. yeah 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 it's so cool um i like the i think the base is actually pretty cool you know the base that you add to the PS5? the stand the stand yeah i hate the I mean, stand i was gonna go into that horizontally that thing has come oh off yeah like four okay, times. I think horizontally it looks really weird horizontally but... that i so obviously you know with hdmi inputs and recording i've had to like take out the cables right right you know how when you're pulling out an hdmi oh, cable yeah, you hold yeah, on to the console okay. right you hold on to the console slightly to just make sure that you get like that grip right to pull it off yeah doing that i unplugged the stand like three or four times when i was unplugging the hdmi cable the stand's absolutely mm-hmm. abysmal in my opinion at least horizontally yeah. And it's so stupid how with the horse like horizontally for a console you have to use a stand, but that's obviously just because of the shape they went into. I think the PS5 is going to be like the first console where if they come out with a slim model, I might like actually buy a slim model just because I want this thing to be smaller. Like it's big and it fits fine in my room, but like yeah, it's definitely something where <laughs> it's like kind of too big, you know? Like there's no yeah, it definitely takes a lot of room. It's that like being almost... said. That being said, it's it is quiet. It's almost the same height as my, like... It's almost the same height as my, like, monitor standing up. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. That being said, like, I think me and you were talking about this right before we started recording. Like, this thing's quiet. Like, yeah. long gone are the days of playing any game on your PS4. And it's just all the audio being kind of, like, taken out because of the fan. Like... Right, right. I sit right next to my PS4. So when I'm playing games, like, it's just been, like, a thing where I'm expected to hear that... As I'm streaming yeah. or something like that, or playing yeah. simply um and then i'd have to use like noise suppression it's nice to just be able to play and ah, man no longer having that issue to worry about it's just been awesome yeah so i'll yeah. definitely take the bigger size for the for the quieter right. benefits yeah i have like like back then when i had my ps4 on top of the pc right and they're both running at the same time it's i'm like bro it's so loud in here um now the ps4 like virtually like no noise at all yeah it's like my pc like, my, my pc, my, was PC quiet. my pc makes more noise than my ps5 Mm-hmm. yeah so i'm like that i was so impressed by that even like it doesn't get too hot like, either yeah i actually haven't tested that i, I mean like yeah I don't i've know. I, i've touched the back after like an extended play time at miles and it was pretty warm but like obviously he okay. has to come out that's like that's all the yeah. phys- physics and yeah. how things work obviously the heat's not just going to evaporate inside the console so yeah. um, it was warm yeah. but it wasn't like terribly mm-hmm uh, what about the DualSense controller? Like form factor I, and I really like it. It's uh, I really like um, like just the back part, like just mm-hmm. the texture of it or on your hand. It just feels really comfortable. Yeah, it does. You know, like I don't know. Um, the adaptive triggers. Yeah, for me, I've only played Spider-Man, right? So, um, 
but like it was cool like for the web swinging um i i enjoyed it like the you know the first moment like when you uh hop into the game and you're like you're swinging right away basically as miles the first part isn't mm-hmm. it is that the first thing you play when you start swinging yeah with the controller the first thing i noticed when playing miles was yeah. the train you feel like the individual bumps on the right, controller right. as you're going over yeah. which is yeah. very impressive that was um, cool Oh yeah, I did want to say I added like um I had an SSD or not an SSD like I had an extra hard drive which is essentially the PS4 hard drive that I that uh, came with the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, I replaced that with a, a two terabyte hard drive that I bought, um, and I basically um, yeah I switched those so now I had the PS4 hard drive which is like uh, empty so I had like 500 gigs there I just plugged it into the back of the PS5, um, so I have like an extra 500 gigs downloaded a few PS4 games on that. Uh, so yeah, make some extra room. External, yeah. I didn't want all those games on my PS5 hard drive. I want to save it for the PS5 games. I'm honestly probably not going to get an external hard drive. I'll probably just wait until they come out with, like, internal SSD expansions. Just because my setup, I think I've sent you and Charlie, like, photos, like, with, like, all my... Yeah, I know. (laughs) And, like, the new Astros, like, if I add another cable to that, it's going to be looking like some, like, wire jungle. my initial setup with the Elgato and like I had a splitter for my like uh my comp- like my monitor and my uh and the PS5 like just splitting splitting all that stuff with the Elgato too it was like disgusting with all the wires. <laughs> I also found out that my HDMI splitter was capping my game to 1080p 60. Oh really? The splitter? I think I think the signal wasn't going through completely. Because mine mine. Was so I unplugged okay. it. I unplugged it and it was it went to 4K 60. That was like another bottleneck like so the hd 60 regular like elgato was also like keeping it to 1080p 60 but also the hdmi switch too so i had to get rid of those two components yeah i gotta like my or like i made sure when i bought the splitter it said like 4k or whatever Mm -hmm. i bought mine like five years ago that's why oh okay okay that's probably why i just got mine like Mm because i knew this was going to be an issue probably um so yeah like that the splitter i checked after the splitter wasn't the problem and then, yeah, it just turns out it was the Elgato. So I'm like, damn, what am I going to do with this? I literally just bought this half a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Let's know. talk about the haptic feedback and everything like that, the adaptive triggers. This actually goes into one of our questions, uh, viewer questions. Uh, Josh Anderson says, which games do you think use adaptive triggers the best? Um, do you like this feature? So let's start, let's start with uh, adaptive triggers here uh i think this is actually a good one to start with because you played spider-man miles morales which uses them pretty pretty decently so how did you find your adaptive experience triggers. Adaptive mm-hmm. triggers for what like web swinging and stuff yeah i guess that's I guess. the only thing you i think that's the only thing the game uses for yeah. adaptive triggers so what'd you think of that yeah. and then i'll go into all the games really i played cool. i just think like I just thought it was such a, like a new cool addition compared to like the PS or the DualShock 4 like you know mm-hmm. like previous gen didn't have anything like that. So the first moment like uh when the game starts and you enter as Miles Morales and he's like swinging like the moment you start swinging you can feel that already and I'm like holy shit this is so cool like I, yeah I just can't wait to see what other games do it uh with that feature you know um, it, it feels like when you're swinging, it doesn't feel like as simple anymore. Like it feels like yeah, yeah. You feel more connected in a weird way. Like it's simple, but at the same time, it doesn't. Yeah, and like take you away. can like feel the tension of like each webs, uh, you know, like web swing that you're shooting at. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Uh, that combined I, with 60 FPS is like such a good comment. By the way, I just want to add that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did hear like 
what, like, it's not the best feature for multiplayer games. Yeah, I talked to you about this a bit. That goes into Call of Duty, which I guess to answer Josh's question, Call of Duty really does use adaptive triggers, one of the best um, implementations currently at launch. Each gun honestly feels like really different. Uh, So things like rifles will feel different from sniper rifles to SMGs. Like they all feel very different. Like shooting SMGs, like you have that kind of like, it's really hard to describe. Whenever you explain the dual sense in the words, it's really hard, but you feel like the bullets coming out of the gun in like an SMG way. You feel it and like it's coming out like do 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 do. While like assault rifles, they feel a lot more precise and hard, um, and a lot more of that recoil coming back. Um, so that's really really cool. That being said, it's also not the best feature to have in multiplayer for Call of Duty because you're pressing down harder. I mean, there's like literally, you know, you always play these Call of Duty games and there's like perks and shit for like aim down sights faster yeah well the fucking dual sense makes it so that's like 100 percent harder or like 50 percent harder because you're literally having to give it more of a, a harder press in order for you to actually aim down the sights and then when you're shooting obviously the recoil is going to like feel it in your hands like it's going to be a lot harder to be precise than if you just had that feature off that being said in zombies so far i've tested it it's pretty fun as well um mm-hmm. it definitely uses it really well and i like that so I guess going into the other games that used the dual sense that I've used, obviously I can only speak on a few games that I've played. So Demon Souls, Astro's Playroom, I believe, are the big two, as well as let's see what else have I played. I think that's the majority of it. And then the Call of Duty, as I said earlier, and Sackway, I guess I'll add Sackway as well. Um, definitely Astro's Playroom is the showcase title for the controller, right? So it uses it in so many different ways. Astro's a pretty big experience. I actually really like it. In a way, like, half of my enjoyment of the game is because it uses the controller really, really well, but it also has, like, so many good PlayStation tributes that it's just a way to play through. Definitely play for Astro's Playroom. It gives you, like, a bunch of, um, cool Easter eggs and, um, nostalgia for the past as well. It just gives you a really good platformer for free, and it's really... Uh, really a showcase for the future of this console with the controller here. So, um, adaptive triggers on Astro's Playroom. There's like a rocket level. Um, so like you're in a rocket ship and you got to press down harder to go faster. You could kind of feel the jet engine of the rocket in the controller. So the harder you press down, the more, uh, obviously power comes out and you feel that into the controller as well. Uh, let's see here. There's a bow and arrow section where you get, uh, Astro gets a bow pulling down you can feel the resistance of the bow as you're pulling down harder uh kind of gives you kind of a glimpse into what horizon might feel like which will be cool so that was really really dope uh besides that adaptive triggers it's used decently in astro but i feel like haptic feedback and the controllers like speakers are used more so so i think the the biggest example for me was like ice skating and uh the different weather effects in the game so Feeling like rain and hail and like the differences between the two feelings and sensations was pretty cool. Like rain felt really light and it would be like really dismissive. So like it kind of like fade away and you felt that. With hail, it would be like hard concrete drops and just like going through that level and like the rain and the hail would get harder. You'd feel the vibrations come out a lot more faster of a pace. Um, And then at the very end of that level, you do get out and you go above the clouds and it's a lot clearer. Just, like, the fact that the irritation of that feedback is gone. So, like, no longer are you being irritated by, like, the rain and hail. Kind of adds to the immersion of that. Like, you are astrally astro, and you just kind of got out of that field. So, yeah, honestly, it's, like, it's a really good feature. I definitely think 
it should be used going forward. It's did it live up to the hype with the dual sense? I'd say so. Yeah, like obviously considering like limits, like the buzzwords they use is like you're not really feel the game and like yeah, it's really good. Uh, that being said, I'd have to. I really want to go back to PS4 because I feel like that would be the ultimate test is playing PS4 games and feeling how they feel. Like if it feels like it feels very simple to play now that you don't have haptic feedback. So that would be really cool to you know try out. I definitely want to intentionally go back to the PS4 to test that out. Uh, I will say Demon Souls is also a really good another example, mainly for haptic feedback as well, not adaptive triggers. Uh, just like the simple actions of like the different weapons and the different spells, the haptic feedback and the controller speakers um, kind of in conjunction bring the illusion that you actually have the weapons in your hand. When you're doing like spells, you'll feel like the right side of your hand or the controller rather um, start to sizzle up. And then the speaker will also have kind of like the sound of that weapon. The speaker is honestly kind of like the subtle, like low-key upgrade to the dual sense. I feel like no one's talking about the speakers a lot better, and it's used in a lot of games to like be in conjunction with the haptic feedback to kind of sell the illusion that you are performing these actions. Um, so like for the speaker, you literally hear like a bunch of the animations uh, and sounds from uh, visceral attacks and demon souls coming out of that, as well as like when you're picking up items and all that so demon souls is really a good example for the haptic feedback it probably is the best besides uh astros in terms of selling that and it's really good like i don't want to go on a rant too much but one example was really good is like going up elevators and down elevators you can kind of feel like the old machinery and like the wheels kind of like clocking around so like you feel like the different notches of it like struggling to like pull you up and slow down like it's crazy that sensation actually can be conveyed to you through this controller so a little bit of a rant but that's just because i can only speak on what i played uh justin's only played so far right. spider-man miles morales so yeah. this sadly part of the video can't be like a two-way conversation yeah, and like i'm gonna play ashuba right after <laughs> yeah so we could have waited but obviously then we're kind of starting get into yeah, yeah exactly but ultimately i like we could both speak on the form factor at least like this controller feels really good i think we could both agree right yeah it's really comfortable in the hand yeah. exactly it's kind of like it's similar to the xbox but like doesn't feel as heavy as the xbox controllers as well as obviously the analog sticks are in the same position so it's it's like honestly like the dualshock 4 felt like the perfect controller coming from the dualshock 3 this feels like the perfect controller as well like even coming just strictly off a of form factor and like none of the haptic feedback or adaptive triggers, this controller still feels like night and day compared to DualShock 4. So the Dual Sense, it's awesome. Definitely, mm -hmm. definitely yeah. one of the better upgrades of the PS5. I think the Dual Sense and the SSD are the two biggest upgrades of the PS5 that really live up to the hype, uh, so to say. So, right. yeah. Do you want to talk about your overall experience of the PS5? I know we kind of talked about the SSD to the SSD. Do you want to talk about like just like your overall experience with the hardware and the OS and all that? Um. Oh yeah, yeah. I can talk about the OS a bit. I'm. Just, yeah, the OS is really. Um. Hmm. It's definitely like. I definitely need to play it more to get used to it. Like, I was having some issues, like, at the beginning finding stuff, right? Which obviously makes sense if I'm, like, using a new system. Um, uh, but, yeah, like, for the most part, like, it's similar to the PS4, but at the same time also introduces a lot of new things. Um, I haven't really got to use the cards yet. I know you have, right? Like, uh, for for astro a bit so it? yeah i planned them to astro for those wondering and i did it completely through the card system i wanted to try that out and see how these like tips and guides and how using it in conjunction with just the game itself worked and it worked pretty well 
uh so, yeah would you i liked say, it like would, would you say like what like does using the cards make it a lot faster like because you can just go to like exactly what you want then or like, it's convenient that? for sure because i don't have to turn on my second monitor and pull it up or you know turn on my phone so it's definitely convenient the cards i feel like it's more of like a work in progress like i like the idea of cards but i feel like we definitely need stuff like I feel like if developers came out and, like, gave us a bunch of options for cards and we pinned the ones that we wanted, like, let's say Spider-Man, like, let us pin, like, certain different, like, parts of the city we could teleport to or just, like, the next main mission or just, like, whenever I use the cards for Spider-Man, it just pulls up a bunch of random activities that I don't feel like doing. So I never, right, almost yeah, never yeah. use it. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, I and, didn't like, use the cards yeah. at all. I didn't use the cards at all for Spider-Man. Astro's Playroom is definitely the best example for it. Probably the only good example. I think Call of Duty also like has multiplayer modes it uses for a card, so you can mm -hmm. easily just queue up to a match that you want to through that. Right. Uh, but yeah, have, Astro's player is the best. Have you tried the, you know, the switcher feature at the bottom? Where you I, I actually haven't used that at all because I okay, always okay, just like I haven't tried it either yet. I was wondering about that because was... like, it like essentially it just turns off your game right and it turns up another one like there's no oh, quick resume in this console yeah there's no quick oh, okay. resume it All just right, like that's what i was wondering yeah so like i've always like i'm just in the habit of like going into the main menu closing my game and booting up another one i never really use the switcher right uh if it was quick resume i would probably be using it a lot that's yeah. one thing i do wish that was added just because the ps5 is super fast imagine having like your save state in miles and demon soul suspended in like these certain intervals and just using the switcher to jump back into those save states yeah i definitely think like xbox has a killer feature in that because that would be insane can you imagine like having five or so games with like your save states just in hovering states mm -hmm. that'd be so dope yeah um yeah os i think yeah you kind of hit the nail in the coffin or nail in the head nail in the, whatever whatever that saying is uh it's good i think a lot of stuff i still got to get used to like you like notifications and like having everything at the top of the PS4 or something that I gotta get used to now being at the bottom in that like game bar section. Yeah, yeah. Um, parties is honestly parties. People are complaining about. I do think they definitely need to work on that. But I've been like party chatting with some friends at PS5s and it's been really seamless on the game bar section. Uh, downloads being at the bottom is also just something to get used to. I feel like it all makes sense. Like I feel like pressing the PlayStation button once to get like. A hot bar makes more sense than holding it down on the PS4. I think that's just muscle memory. That that's the main reason why we're complaining. It makes more sense to hold it down to get into the main menu than it is to hold it down to get the quick bar. So I definitely think the addition of the PlayStation button just making it have the the small little uh, hot bar makes more sense. I feel like it takes uh, like there's definitely some need you know room for improvement like. I feel like it takes a lot more button presses to like turn off my console now than it did on the PS4. So like on the PS4, I just hold the PlayStation button, scroll down to into rest mode. Now it's like I gotta press the PlayStation button, scroll all the way to the right, click the power button, and then click enter rest mode. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, over overall, the OS is really sleek. I like that the tiles are smaller, and instead it replaces with like these nice, beautiful 4K images of like the game art. And yeah, oftentimes and plays, music as well. Music, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so not every game plays music. Like, I know Sackboy, oddly doesn't. enough, does. Yeah, Call of Duty doesn't play music. Sackboy doesn't play music. Like, what oh, the really? hell? Like, that that has, oh. like, such a good soundtrack from what we've heard so far. Like, how does that not have music? I know, un I know music? Uncharted does. <laughs> yeah, it, it's essentially kind of like, you know, on the PS4 when you'd have the tiles and you'd go down. And then it would have, like, oftentimes you'd have, like, an image, right? And then it would have, like, your friends that have this game, communities, trophies, and all that. Essentially, mm -hmm. it, like that that kind of image there 
Um, yep. But instead, it's like now front and center on your PS5 main menu. So I really like it. Uh, definitely, it's nice. Miles uses it really well with the music. Demon Souls 2. It's really cool. And yeah, it kind of reminds me of the PS3 XMB, if you remember that. Remember how you'd have like hover over the games and it'd play like music and video. Right. Yeah. It's kind of sleek and a good combination of the two, uh, the two being PS3 and PS4. Mm-hmm. Other than that, is there anything else you really want to talk about? I feel like we kind of hit uh, everything. Yeah, that's a pretty much. It. I think like next week, once Charlie is done, we can definitely share some more thoughts. We'll each like have played more games by then, right? We still have that one question. Yeah, that's right. So let's pull it up here. Yeah. Superman699 says, what kind of TVs or monitors are you guys running on your PS5s and whether you're planning on upgrading anytime soon? He says he has an OLED 4K HDR TV, which he believes is capable of running 4K 120. If you have the LG OLED, I believe you're good with 4K 120. Um, yeah, I was doing research for a lot of 4K TVs and monitors before the PS5, because obviously now is a better time than ever to upgrade. I ended up just getting a standard 4K 60 hertz monitor. Reason being is a lot of times in the monitor space right now, at least it's not really a good time to buy, considering HDMI 2.1 in the monitor space isn't really that um, established. I think actually there's like only one monitor possibly coming out here soon that uses HDMI 2.1, which would allow 4K 120. Um, obviously given my room, I need a monitor, not a TV. So I went with a 27 inch LG, I believe the model is UK 850. It's actually the same exact monitor that Charlie has, just like a very slight difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and him will be using kind of the same monitors. Although I believe Charlie is going to be using a 4k TV at the moment. Um, I'm really impressed. Obviously given the size 27 inches means the 4k image is sharper cause it's not spread across like a 40 inch TV or a 55-inch, 60-inch TV. Um, I really like it. Definitely the jump between 1080p and the 4K is, like, diminishing returns than what you would see from, like, 720p to 1080p, but still the jump is pretty big. Um, The image is just really clean. That's, like, the best way to describe 4K is just very clean. Uh, And then also I believe it has some HDR functionality, so, like, it's, like, brighter than ever the color. A bit, yeah, it's certified for HDR, but... So it's it's really nice, and I definitely have been enjoying playing the PS5 on it. What about you, Justin? Nice. Um, so I use uh, the monitor. I use a monitor to, um, just because uh, with the TV, I wouldn't be able to sit as close, right? Because it's just so big, I have to sit further back. Um, with the monitor, I just like having it in front of me. It's not too big, um, and I can still see like all the details nice and close. Um, so the monitor I have is a... Uh, it's 4K 60. It's the I got it back. I already got it like a few years back, actually. I think I got it like three years back. Um, it's the Asus 28 inch. Uh, I think it's MG 28UQ. I think it's called. Um, I actually don't know if they make it anymore. I like I was checking on Best Buy the other the other day. I couldn't find it. Um, but yeah, I've had this monitor for a while. Um, and yeah, like. I haven't even really used the 4K feature until now because if I played games on my PC, I would just run things in 1440 and get like higher than 60 frames. Um, which, oh, actually, now that I think about it, if I was getting only 60 frames anyways, <laughs> I guess I could have went for 4K actually. But well, I mean, if you run it at 4K, you're going to go lower than 60, right? I think I've had, I don't remember actually. I think I've seen times where it was like just it. 
thing. It's I don't remember if because I played, um, I played. If you're both playing Rise. competitive games, you'll get it. But like, I played 4K Rise and Shadow and Tomb Raider on my PC. I don't know where you played that at 4K 60. I played it. I know. No, I played at 1440. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the only problem with my monitor, I realized, is that I, I said earlier I only have one uh, HDMI 2.0 port, which is like a real issue. <laughs> Just because now, like, I have to use a splitter for my PC and my uh, PS5, which is kind of a hassle because I just, like, yeah, I'd rather have it on two separate HDMI ports. But, uh, yeah, other than that, um, hey, man, I, lo- I, lo- I love my monitor. The only, yeah, I don't have HDR, though, so, which I don't find the biggest issue. It's, it's okay, really. It's not that big of an issue to me. I mean, my HDR monitors don't have the best HDR, like, the standard for, like, good HDR, like, real real hdr is like 1000 nits there's a lot of different factors that go into hdr including like contrast ratio um but with hdr on the monitors i believe this one goes to like 450 so it's like decent uh but that being said like i've definitely noticed a difference in terms of like games compared to like on my actual other 1440p monitor without hdr uh i've seen the difference uh but it's definitely not like tv level but i'm fine with that sacrifice like it still looks really beautiful uh, and definitely been really impressed with it so far. So, yeah, I definitely recommend if anyone can to upgrade to 4K. Uh, this generation is probably the best, considering games are now finally running at native 4K. And it's a game changer because, like, once I uh, when I when, like I tried playing it in 1080 with Elgato, just because like I was like, all right, let me just try and see if it really makes a difference. And like, mm-hmm. even in the like the menu screen, you know how when you like hover over Spider Man. And then, like, it just shows Spider-Man, like, the big picture of him. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just see the details, like, so much clearer with 4K. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So I'm, definitely like, can I'm, like, yo, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I don't even care about streaming. <laughs> I'm playing this myself. I'm playing this myself. <laughs> I played the first 30 or so minutes of Spider-Man Remaster, and that thing is so good at 60 FPS. And obviously, the same benefits that you see in Miles. I actually think I'm going to replay the game all over again, probably. And go for the platinum yet again. I had never beat the DLC or ever played the DLC, so that's also going to be something I do. True. Probably towards more towards December. I want to focus on Demon Souls. Also, yeah. Bug Snacks is a game I want to play next as well. Bug Snacks. I've heard good things about that. Uh, Pathless also interests me, so that's kind of like what I'm looking at here. I bought also Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like everyone talking oh, about it, did? got me to buy it. Sure. Yeah, I bought it. I had like twenty dollars in my PSN credit, so like it only cost like forty. Ubisoft games are also cheaper than standard PS5 games, so right. I was like, yeah. all that combined, I was like, I'll try it out. It's also launched, so you're a bit more like forgiving. Right, right. You want to play like a lot more, so we'll see how that goes. I'll probably play it a bit today. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, I still have I still have a <laughs> Watch Dogs Legion on the PC that I've played like one hour of only so far. I want to play that game so much, but the fact that it's 30 FPS, I can't. Like yeah. every game I'm playing on PS5 is 60 FPS. When I turned Miles to 4K, like the ray tracing is beautiful and all, but it's like such a like it's not a small difference, right? Especially if like you're in like indoor environments, it's a pretty decent upgrade. But going from that to 60, like you can't go back. You can't go I back know. at 60 all. Is 60, 60 FPS makes it feel like you're way more connected to the world if you're. Mm-hmm. playing at double the frames like yeah i just can't go back super to 30 smooth, super smooth 
Exactly. 60, I'm totally fine if I go through this whole generation just playing 60 FPS. Oh, 144 like, like, and whenever they, like 120. Like whenever they have the option? Or, oh, yeah, or no, that. just in general. Like 120 is nice and all, but it's like a very smoother 60. 60, I feel like, is a sweet spot for our consoles at the moment. Like, consoles has always traditionally been 30 FPS. I hope this generation will get options for we can get... Because, like, the thing is, a lot of games are going to be pushing ray tracing. So, like, a lot of the targets will probably be 4K 30 with ray tracing. Mm-hmm. All they really need to do is just add an option that, like, disables ray tracing. And a lot of times, that doubles the frame rate. Oftentimes, it does. Yeah. So, that's what I'm hoping So do you think like Do you think for, like, big upcoming, like, single-player games, like, if they have that option... You think you'd I feel like if, if there's one game that will be 30 FPS, it'll be Naughty Dog's next yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, that's they, I mean. they so always like, push They always push graphics and well, shit. I'm saying, like, if they give you that we'll option, do you, which one do you think you'd go for on your first Oh, I'll definitely go 60. Miles sold me on 60. The fact that, like, you barely lose any, like, image quality. Like, the image quality is, like, pretty much on par. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it still looked amazing. And, like, <laughs> the image is, like, in between 1440p and 4K. Like, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you're not losing much when you go to 60 FPS performance mode. Like, it literally, like, yeah. I don't know, like, almost at times, it's almost like you're just losing ray tracing. Like, the details are super small, in my opinion, from just the naked eye. Uh, so, definitely 60 all the way. Right. Nice. nice. But, yeah, I guess that kind of wraps up this week's episode of Critically Incorrect. Make sure to send in your questions for next week's episode. It'll probably go back to the normal format. Um, we will talk to Charlie. We'll probably have a segment where we talk to him about his PS5 impressions, maybe give an update on ours. Um, but we'll go back to the gaming news, normal format next week. So, yeah, normal questions as always. We'll appreciate that in the comment section down below. Make sure to join our Discord. That will be something we have in the description below as well. Something we're trying to grow um, and use. I know I've been, it's like I've been a transition to actually use the Discord now instead of gaming at its core. Um, but, yeah. yeah, we're growing it a bit, and it'll be cool to see. Uh, as we progress here so that being said we'll probably be back for episode three hopefully within a week's time of this episode um within seven days or so maybe a little bit sooner we'll see it all depends on uh when we can film with charlie and get his ps5 impressions but at the same time you know fitting everyone in as well so anything else you'd like to add justin where to find you like um, always yeah sure you can follow me on twitter um Subscribe to YouTube if you want to see a video coming in, I don't know, the next year. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, Twitter's cool. Yeah, everything will be down in the description below. So, yeah, thanks for having me on the episode again. Yeah, for sure. I will also add that on my channel, I'm planning on doing a Miles Morales and a PS5 review. Uh, Demon Souls also, I'm going to make a video on that. Probably like a bigger video on that, considering I played both the PS3 and now the remake. Well, I say remake, I'm playing through it right now. I've actually filmed my complete playthrough for Miles. It's annoying. Like, I'm currently trying to transition from Sony Vegas to Adobe Premiere Pro. And any editor can tell you that, like, switching up your normal, like, workflow habits is insanely annoying and difficult. That's why I haven't uploaded a video since my Astro one is because my Vegas crash. Vegas crash. I'm used to Vegas, which is why I like it. I use it for school for one of my classes, and it's such a pain in the ass. It's so annoying and, like has like such a different workflow than vegas does but it actually like handles 4k footage fine vegas crashes all the time i need to make the transition so i'm kind of forcing myself to learn it and that's why the lack of content has existed on my channel but i've been streaming so make sure to just go subscribe to that or follow that actually i mean you can subscribe too hey um (laughs) but yeah uh demon souls has been the main game we've been streaming over there and that will be continuing to be the game we stream over there so 
go follow that if you're interested in watching me uh, not die because I'm too good at games. So yeah. That being said, that has been the second episode of Critically Incorrect. I've been your host, Online CHD, or Brandon, Justin here as well. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, uh, what are we going to say? Uh, take care. That's my Peace fucking out. outro. Peace What's out. our outro? Peace uh, out. Peace, peace out. out. Sure.